This is Dessert. The podcast that puts the lit into literature. Yeah? How so? Well, uh, we are writing a book. Are we, though? We're going to be writing a book. Maybe. We may be going to write a book Mm. with the help and support of our friends. Indeed, yes. About South London? About South London, about pubs, uh, pub crawls, collections of pubs. (laughs) I mean, you get the theme. Um, Yes. So I suppose in a way you could say the podcast that puts the lit into literature. As I said some time ago. (laughs) Uh, Well, today we're not in the pub, sadly. We're in my lair. It's very frightening. It's where he keeps his swimwear. (laughs) Yeah, more on that later, actually. (laughs) In this episode, why Spaniards are better than us, the longest pub crawl in the world, and why we should all be sumo wrestlers. Plus, our book. Yes! And we've got Deadly Headley back on knobs. And a whiskey in our hands. Yes. So tell us, Raider, what the ugly fuck have you been up to? (laughs) Uh, what a wonderful turn of phrase. Um, well, I um, went back to the Canary Islands, uh, you may recall, from when you tried to telephone me last Yes, yes. yes. I, I was thinking as it was probably the biggest uh, week of your writing career that you oh. might be around uh, <laughs> near a computer or working or... Well, it was, <laughs> it was partly to make a start on the book. And uh, uh-huh. I did get the title together, right? Which, which was uh, well a bonus. And but I do accept that to some, it may appear like a run-of-the-mill winter sun break. Yes, I, I can it did see, occur to me. Yes, I, I, I so it was partly to write the book, but also I was out with my friend Bales, who's doing a stock shoot. You know, he sells um, his images to stock libraries. Yes, and he wanted to um, top that up while we were out there. Fat men in trunks. How dare! <laughs> <laughs> and yet, strangely accurate. Yes, uh, we created this character, Jens Schlitzbitter, and um, he. Uh, and the only brief he gave me was speedos, a bat of moustache, and no sense of embarrassment. And I think all in all, it went well. Went well. Was a lot of pool shoots in the afternoon. I had to wander around saying, "Ich habe ein Krise des des mittleren Lebens." Has to irgen deinen Schnaps, bitte. Basically means, I'm having a midlife crisis. Have you got any booze? Wearing second-hand speedos. Second-hand speedos, no. Found them in the, in the one euro box. Oh, for God's sake. A gold chain and a vest that said knob on the back. Oh, I liked that. That was Newell's Old Boys, wasn't That's it? That's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, well spotted. Well yeah. spotted. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask you about the choice of swimwear. I, yeah. I did assume it had been based on price. Yes, exactly. The one euro box. One euro box. <laughs> Yeah, um, as I tried them on, or went to try them on in the uh, shop, the old dealer in, in the shop said, "I dare you." <laughs> she must have been about eighty, so I had to buy them just for her, really. Anyway, the, the sun shone and they came out very well. Bales was very pleased with the images. I signed a model release form yesterday, <laughs> so uh, look out for them in the colour shops over the weekend. Oh, oh God, they're going to have to avoid them as well as the internet. <laughs> I, I know you're not keen on the series, but Heather thinks they're fantastic. So, as Oscar Wilde once said, who's the cunt? <laughs> yes, they did inspire a mixed reaction, I, I feel. Yeah? Um, yes, yeah, so I also... No reviews. <laughs> no. I also went to an exotic location. Uh, I had a night out in Lewisham. Very good, yeah. Um, with Roxy. The Far um, East. Yes, <laughs> Visited a couple of the reopened pubs and, um, yeah, saw the place just beginning to 
to get going a bit and it, it set off quite a debate online mm. on Reddit and Twitter. Like, it did, didn't it? Yeah. Isn't, isn't it always going to be shit? You yes. know, this sort of thing, you know. But, uh, you know, do people not remember what Peckham and Brixton were like? Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. Uh, so it could happen. Has it been finished yet? No. No. No in the That act. would help, wouldn't it, if you yeah. actually finish it? That's right. Yeah, yeah it's, it's still it's a still, bit of a building site. Yeah. Um, we managed to have a, a good night anyway, especially at Sutton's Radio. Mm. Um, and Roxy told me her, her story about how she ended up getting in the tabloid news. Yes. Um, after she had a scrap with a Tory MP in a yes. pub. Yeah, that's right. He, he, had, he cut his face, didn't he? Does she know how he cut his face? Well, yes. He he was filming her in a pub for, for reasons unknown, and she objected to it, and he mm. wouldn't stop. So she grabbed his phone. Mm. He grabbed her phone, so she grabbed his face. <laughs> And, uh, this was in uh, this was in St, St. Stephen's, Stephen's yeah. yeah, the uh, pub just opposite. In the yeah, it was in the mirror. Yeah, yeah. I won't mention his name, um, but um, yes, it's, it's not, he's not hard to find. And he does have a very slappable face. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, he was very brave to uh, to have uh, got into a scrap with a lone woman when mm. he's with all his mates in a pub. Um, yeah, good lad. Well she, done. Yeah, she didn't. Uh, she didn't speak to the press. She wasn't very. She didn't really trust them. But mm. um, there was one aspect that she she did object to in the in the uh, story. She said she definitely did not call him a Tory twat. Oh right, yeah. No, she called him a Tory cunt oh. re- <laughs> repeatedly and quite accurately. So we've used cunt twice now in our first two items. There we go. Three, three, there three. we go. Oh, we're on cunt count. That's four. Cunt down. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> right. <laughs> Apologies. Yes, mother. push on quickly before someone says yes. it again. Um, six yard box. I went to the six yard box. Elephant Castle. Yes, uh, which in some ways is our dream. We've always dreamt of mm. a micropub that had football. Mm. I mean, understand the uh, you know we don't want the, the the jukebox perhaps and the and the uh, games and stuff like that. But I wouldn't mind having. The, the game on with yeah. the, with when the nice game on, it'd be nice to watch it with some nice beer. Yeah, yeah. Admittedly, it's not cask, but you know, no. it's a good keg, keg. Yeah, it's a good place, isn't it? It's dedicated to football, isn't it? Hence the it name. is, yeah. yeah. They have a kickabout every Saturday in Burgess Park before yeah. opening. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. Mm. Um, the only th- slightly concerning thing about it is I just wonder if it's a sop by Lend Lease, the developer of Elephant Park mm. next door. I think it to, is. To make it all look cool. Yes. While they're trying to sell their flats in Singapore. Yeah, yeah. I think they're hoping that any protesters, as there were protesters when yeah. we were there a while ago. Because part on, on that artwork, it's called Artworks, is it? Yeah, that's the, right, um, yeah. Part of it, one of the pavilions is the Lend-Lease um, marketing suite, isn't it? And right. Yeah. I mean, there's no, I'm not apportioning any blame to the companies that started out in no. Artworks, in the containers. No. But, um, you do wonder if um, after they build the flats, it's all just going to be bulldozed and more flats built. I think yeah. there will be, but I, I know that Six Yard Box are going to be a part of the new development. So right, OK. There will be a little football bar. In the middle of all these empty flats? Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know what they're... I think there might be a little square there, so yes. Yeah. But yes, in the middle of all, all the... Um, yeah. Uh, deposit box. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um of course, the, other, the, the great thing about um, Six Yard Box and Elephant Castle in general is it's slap bang in the middle of London. 
So when yeah. you're sitting having a lovely ale in one of, in a little container turned into a bar, mm. you're as far away as you can get from the countryside in the UK, which well, I think is something worth celebrating. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's great, great, great bar. It's Seb, isn't it, who runs it, I think. Yeah, uh, nice yeah. couple of guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. I also I also went to Wilton's Music Hall uh, oh, in Shadwell. Yeah, yeah, North. Yeah, do you know, you know the music I, I hall? I do, it's lovely. But you so. do, don't you, Deadly? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Used to be my local. Didn't Used to we, be your local. Didn't oh, we have yeah. it as one of the places that we would accept south of the river? We did, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's very nice. It's a nice little bar, but yeah, it's... Um, I mean, it's. I wouldn't say it's been restored because it's still still very shabby, but beautifully so. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, it goes back to the eighteen fifties, mm. and it's a it's a great venue. Mm, mm. Yeah. Ping pong. Ping pong. Is it still there? Uh, I didn't see any ping pong. Oh. No. No. And f- free food. Oh. Friday night, which was mm. very good. Oh, it's a good tip. To work. Oh. Well, I I didn't see any of that because I went to a sort of album launch, and um, but I did run into. Uh, a couple of people from Resonance FM. Oh yeah, um, uh, Richard and Anna, who you may remember in, in oh, the, yeah. the relatives. Yeah, yeah. Um, they were playing live jingles when we were on Resonance That's FM right, on yeah. the Nunhead American Radio Show. Yeah, the Schaefer Show. Yeah, yeah. and, and um, yeah, Richard was telling me about how they go to the Royal Oak in Borough before uh, before their show on yeah. a Sunday, and yeah, they, they well, stop yeah. for they stop for for Sunday lunch. Yeah, it's a wonderful wonderful pub. Um, and he said it's the same old faces at that time of day mm. on a Sunday. And there's this um, there's this old boy who's always there with two two old ladies, mm. and they were tucking into their rabbit stew or something. And uh, all of a sudden he croaked. He just went, <laughs> and it, it, there didn't appear to be any breath. There was no pulse. Ooh. So they called the ambulance. I know it's very dramatic, this isn't it? Um, Shall I keep it up? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, all of a sudden. Ambulance is on way. He he, uh, oh, he he's back again. Okay. He's back in the room. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. And uh, it, you know, he's a little bit. It was a little bit. What, what, you know, I don't know. He, well, first thing he needed was a fag. <laughs> he's, in, he's in his 80s. He's just died. Had come back from the dead. It, you know, you need a fag. So he went outside to have a fag. The ambulance pulls up round the corner, and one of the old dears comes out to him and says, "Put that fag out. Come, come and have a slurp of beer to get the fag off your breath." <laughs> <laughs> oh, hope for us all. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know where I'm going with that, other than to say, you know, a man, you know, in his 80s, with those life choices, has got yeah, to be applauded. Absolutely. Um, well, talking of death, um, <laughs> <laughs> probably time for a health update. Uh, <laughs> uh, regular listeners will know that uh, my prostate and I have been on, a, on quite a journey lately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After I... Um, I was discovered to have some very high PSAs, some prostate-specific antigens. I was um, referred for a rectal, rectal examination, yeah, which yes. alarmed the doctor. Well, it alarmed both of us, to be honest. <laughs> Trying to forget. <laughs> um, a subsequent urine test showed no infection, which is apparently a bad thing. And at this point, I was put on what they call the cancer pathway. Oh, I didn't um, know that. Yeah, um, I don't, I'm not sure I like pathways. They always have to lead somewhere, don't they? Mm. I'd rather just be... Why not, what's wrong with a cancer bench or something like that? You can just have a rest. Anyway, I was sent for an emergency MRI scan, which you may remember I was forced to listen to Leonard Skinner in earphones while lying semi-naked in a metal tube. Yeah. Uh, it's already the wrong path, isn't it? Um, and last month I was sent to get the results. The doctor sat me down and told me that, in fact, I didn't have cancer. Three. I just 
have a vast prostate. Oh, uh, he, he used the word magnificent. <laughs> uh, He's probably a big fan of it. <laughs> well, he looked me in the eye and he said, you'll get bucket loads out of that. Bucket oh, for God's sake. What, you're going to sell it? Uh, not quite. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, since then, I've been celebrated by doing all the things you shouldn't do if you want to avoid getting prostate cancer. Um, lying around, skinning up, eating chips and drinking tequila. It's been magnificent and I would recommend not having prostate cancer to everyone. Uh, <laughs> uh, I know you were a little bit disappointed with that news, weren't you? Because you thought me having cancer would be, what was the phrase? Good, Good for, for numbers. numbers. Good yeah. for numbers, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's, that's you all over that is anyway i'm doing my best <laughs> you have to wait a bit um you've also had a bit of a research i had a relapse yeah, yes a relapse. i had a relapse of my gout <laughs> another, another whiskey <laughs> yes it returned after a night on the big dippers you went to the fair no uh, double ipas oh yeah i had a, lo- a lovely selection of them uh, brew by numbers a burnt mill which um has been named as the best new english brewery by somebody or other oh well matthew curtis was uh, waxing lyrical about was he burnt mill the other day well he was yeah. no yes and i ended with a beaver town skull king which clocks in at 9.2 percent mm. so you can imagine afterwards i felt like a king <laughs> Uh, but in the morning, I had the disease of kings. <laughs> hey, very good. <laughs> uh, yeah, gout isn't an awful lot of fun, but you do have to have an awful lot of fun in order to get it. Um, but, you know, I'm in good company. There's been some some, yeah. some great people who have, who have had gout. Henry VIII. Henry VIII, of course. Um, the actor Jared Leto, uh, he did get it, but um, he did get it while he was putting on £60 to play the role of a fat psycho, so <laughs> he's probably not a great example. <laughs> Nostradamus, Karl Marx, and um, the Aussie footballer uh, Harry Kuehl, who you may yeah. remember, he had a gout attack, oh. and he had, to, um, he had to miss a World Cup game as a result, mm. which made me feel better about my lack of sporting achievement as I was also kept out of international football, <laughs> albeit for entirely different reasons. <laughs> Can I just ask what a gout attack consists of? It's very, it's a very painful... It feels like there's an invisible, beautiful woman in stilettos oh. stamping on your foot. Oh, that dream again. <laughs> just on your foot? Just on your foot. Well, for me, yes. <laughs> Okay, maybe time to move on to our main topic of the episode, the deserter book. Yes. What uh, is it? It's not a vanity book. That's right. <laughs> yeah, uh, you, you were at pains to make that. Um, <laughs> how is it being published then? It has been published by uh, Unbound, our, yeah. our publisher, um, but it is they are a crowdsourcing publisher, mm. so uh, we need the support of our readers and listeners yes. to help us... Get it off the ground. In a sense, you buy a book in advance, don't you? Um, and, and with uh, additional rewards at certain levels. Yes. For pledging your allegiance, your support. Yes, and you get your name in the book, or you might get a case of beer, or you might have to suffer lunch with us. <laughs> <laughs> I've uh, collated some uh, questions from the internet and beyond Okay. Um, about the book... Uh, which I thought I might run through as a sort of Q&A. Sure, why not? Um, 
First question is, what is vanity publishing? (laughs) (laughs) Well, vanity publishing is when you can't get a publisher and you have to publish it yourself. Right. (laughs) Which is not us. That's not us. No. Okay. So that's not, it's not us. Um, Lurk Moore from the internet asks, are we basically just printing out our website? <laughs> Very good question, Luke. Uh, no. Um, Lurk. Th- Lurk. Lurk. <laughs> Very good question, Lurk. <laughs> there will be some stuff from the website, no doubt. Um, and, uh, yeah, a lot of it will be updated and there will be some new tales. Yes, there will be new be... material. I think it's important to say that. Um, yeah. That's the stuff you're doing, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey. Oh, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I think we've got that on record. No? Um, uh, but yeah, there will be some some of our pub crawls will appear from, and hopefully they'll be updated mostly. I think everything needs to be updated because London moves so fast now. It changes, yeah. yeah, yeah we love yeah. it and hate it. Yeah, so no lurk. No. Um, I'm Paula, or I am Paula, asks, how funded is it? Well, I'm glad you asked that, Paula. Uh, it is, so far, 77% funded. Oh, wow. That's good, isn't it? We've only been going a couple of weeks. That's amazing. By my reckoning, that's almost three quarters of the way there, then. <laughs> <laughs> Get numbers onto it. Get numbers onto it. Where is Vadim? I still haven't seen him. Um, there's a question here for from the Dulwich Radar. Uh, <laughs> could you tell us more about when you were married to twins? <laughs> Uh, I think that's going to be in book three. <laughs> I mean, it's something that you, you have hinted at in previous podcasts, but we've never really got under the skin of. <laughs> no? I think that's for another time. <laughs> Not another time. Okay. All right. Um, is it a sellout? Is it just the outsiders coming in? <laughs> Well, it is a fair question, I suppose. In a way, it is a sellout, yeah. I mean, we could just carry on doing this for free forever. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yes, we uh, our accountants would like us to, um, instead of always putting out, to get something in. Ah, OK. Mm. Uh, when you say accountants, you mean our wives? Yeah. <laughs> um Next question. I know you have a partner, but would you be averse to a spot of up the jumper on the heath one evening? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Who asked that? That's from uh, Brian Thomas. Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Nobody's perfect. Yes. Brian, he says, go for it. Just DM him. <laughs> um, what is in the fucking book? Says uh, Mark Moore. Right, yeah. We've covered that a little bit, haven't we? Yes, yeah. I mean, there'll be a collection of... Um, there'll be some pub trails, pub yeah. crawls to go on. There'll be collection themed collections of pubs, but like... We don't know, do we? We don't really know. <laughs> uh, but there will be some new stuff. Yeah. Uh, such as the school run pub crawl, which I think we mentioned on a previous That's right, yeah. Podcast. When you accident- accidentally went to the pub shortly after dropping off your nipper at school. Yes, yeah. until I had to go pick him up. Yeah, yeah so, yeah. yeah. Cracking, cracking day out. Yeah. Uh, we're also um, planning a holiday on the South Circular, aren't we? We are, yes. Uh, a walking holiday on the South Circular, uh, uh, described on Wikipedia as one of the least popular roads in Britain. Says who? <laughs> 
so doubtless not many people have done it this is an adventure that the world has not seen before no absolutely i mean we'll be well first of all hunting for the source of the south circular yes up by chiswick that's right yeah yeah very like the source of the nile yeah because it, you wouldn't expect it on the north side of the river, would no, you, for a start? No, exactly. But yeah. that, it, apparently it is. And then we'll be walking to some of the pubs in the Kew area, I'd imagine. Yes, I'm sure there'll be some nice ones there. Who only knows what magic awaits in East Sheen? Yeah, this is this is the beauty of it. Yeah. It's, all, it's all unknowable pleasures. Yeah. Well, there's the Blythe Hill Tavern. Yeah, yeah. There is that. There's that, uh, that golden stretch. Yeah. Uh, uh, what I'd call South, the South Circular's greatest hits. Yes. Um, between Forest Hill and Catford, there's mm. about half a dozen pubs That's that true. would be happy to visit. I mean, we're not planning to uh, attempt it all in one go, are we? That would be, that would be uh, inhuman. <laughs> it would. I mean, it, it, it's only, it would take you six and a half hours, I believe, to walk mm. the whole um, road. But um, if you're stopping off at every pub along the way, then I think you're going to need two days. Yes. With a stop off. At the halfway point, the Tulsil Tavern, the Tulsil Hotel. Yeah, isn't it? have yeah. they responded to your request for they, uh, two single rooms? They're or still two double rooms in case we get lucky. They're, <laughs> they're still ignoring uh, my attempts to get a free room. How dare they! <laughs> I mean, they haven't got many rooms, admittedly, but no. you know, you think there'd be the odd quiet day. But I'll, yeah. I will persist. Yeah, because you know, they'll, then they'll be part of the the book. Exactly. Um, I'll offer them immortality. That's what I'll do. And as well as uh, new, what we might call long-form pieces, there'll be some fun facts as well. Yes, so bite-sized. Bite-sized facts, yeah, mm. the sort of things that you can only pick up if you've been messing around in South London for many, many years. Many years. Basically a toilet book. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. Yes, yes. I, think, I think it's fair to say it's a toilet book. I think it's a toilet it's book. A and I, book. And uh, I, book. I don't take that pejoratively either. You know, no, it's, uh, even though it was meant as such. Yes. <laughs> or a commuting book. Yeah, 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 I think so. Yeah, it's a dipper on the toilet. Yes, mm. <laughs> <laughs> you, you find yourself caught short on the nine seventeen. <laughs> um, little fun facts, for example, like did you know, in West Norwood Cemetery, there is a dedicated smokers bench. Yes. Yeah, it's exactly. not official in any way. Well, it does have a sign. It, well, it's de- it's dedicated to um, the lives of Bill Ambrose and Elsie Smoker. Mm. Yeah, so it, it's not actually for smokers. It's to commemorate Bill Bill's life. God bless those him. of Ambrose and Elsie. But naturally, the bench has become a magnet for all local tokers. Yeah, and legend has it they even leave little ready rolled numbers tucked mm. underneath for each other. See, that, that is insight. That is the kind of valuable information we've got to get out there. Yeah. Um, another one was um, where to go if you fancy a beer and a haircut, but you don't have time for both. Yeah. I think you... Didn't you avail yourself of this? Recently? Yes, very recently. Yeah. I was at Barry Road Barbers. Yeah, I think Sean will give you a, a beer while, um, in my case, trimming your beard. Yes, yeah. I haven't got a chance to um, drink it really because he's uh, <laughs> trimming your beard. But, but yeah. straw. <laughs> Half life goes in to have for a nostril hair trim. Drinks all his beer the afternoon. <laughs> um, uh, another little tip I've been uh, availing myself of lately is the Peckham Liberal Club. Um, it's a social club, a working mm. men's club in um, Peckham. You know, it's a bit like the Ephra Social or the Catford Constitutional uh-huh. in that it's uh, an old school 
club, mm. but unlike those, it still is a club, mm. and you have to pay £25 a year to join, Yeah, uh, to sit in like furnishings from the 70s, prices from the 80s, avail yourself of a massive uh, snooker hall, and uh, generally... Yeah. wig out on a yeah. Friday and Saturday night. It's, uh, and of course, they haven't had to scour boot sales for that furniture. They've been yeah, there since exactly, the 70s. Exactly, exactly. Um, that was another cracker. Um, what else? Oh, our friend Bales came up with a good tip. I think we mentioned it before, but um, we're going to include this. Basically, London, as the UK's art capital you know, in London, not a day goes by without the opening of a new exhibition. And where mm. there is art, there is wine. Absolutely, yeah. And so between 6pm and 8pm... All London's galleries are awash with free booze. Mm. Yes, Jemima's got a new installation, or Ollie's got his potato prints up on the wall, and uh, yeah, you could sign up to a few mailing lists and get on, get onto these, get invited to these, or you could do what Half Life does: just pitch up with a champagne flute and tell them you nicked outside for a fag. Yeah, yeah. I mean, private views of degree shows as well towards the end of the academic year. They're a, they're yeah. a rich seam of. Free booze. Um, free booze, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, I understand you uh, wrote a little piece recently uh, informing the world about your method did, as a writer. Right. I did. Uh, this is at the behest of my publisher, who um, I guess he must have been very impressed with my output. <laughs> because <laughs> he, um, he asked that I share my writing tips and tricks, mm, mm. you know, to, for other aspiring writers. Yeah. Or indeed established writers, mm. you know, who could uh, probably learn. Um, and so it's basically a piece, I'll put it up on the side, it's called How I Write, it's on Deserter. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think essentially uh, I, I get up late and uh, clear the decks immediately, which, which for me means, you know, looking at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, email, and then Facebook. Twitter and Instagram again just to check nothing's happened in the last five minutes and then <laughs> when your battery runs out it's time to get up mm. and when um, if you're lucky during that time you might have a cup of tea brought up by your partner mm. uh, who just before she goes to work yeah yeah, yeah. I'm very lucky I'm very fortunate because um, my partner likes to keep busy at all times mm-hmm. and I'm a writer <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh you must have tea, of course, for energy, for brain waves. Um, mm-hmm. I have toast with some thinly spread marmite. Some of this was cut by the editor. I had no idea why. And then <laughs> after an all too brief 45 minutes at the piano, I'm ready to open the computer. Right. At which point I spend a couple of hours, uh, you know, quitting Adobe Reader Updater, acknowledging that I've got no space left in the cloud, etc. Mm-hmm. I do sometimes wonder if Adobe Reader Updater might be my only friend. <laughs> Uh, I've got a busy, very busy household, so I like to go to a, a cafe. And sometimes I meet you there, don't I? It's mm. near a little pub and uh, frequented by nurses. And occasionally I can get entire <laughs> sentences done in one go. But most of all, I like to go out to the Canary Islands. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's absolutely, again, crucial to leave yourself open, like so many writers before me, to leave yourself open to inspiration using art or meditation or nature. <laughs> Uh, I prefer beer, uh, or maybe a massive rum and coke. Yeah, some speedos, and yeah, yeah, then the, the, the art just flows. <laughs> Living art, really. Yeah. So, how do you write? Oh, right. Oh, I just, I just bash it all out a couple of hours before it's due, like everyone else. Oh.
So we should probably finish this section mm. with um, some begging. Yes. <laughs> please, please, please pledge. Yes, please pledge. Thank you to everyone who has pledged. 77%. Yes, yes 215 people, something That's like amazing. that, have uh, got behind everyone. it. Yeah, no, uh, I mean, that is quite... Um, it's quite remarkable. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, we don't really know how to do this. We should have got Heather on for this bit, shouldn't we? We really should, yeah. yeah. She's so good at it. Yeah, yeah. I miss her. <laughs> Where is she? <laughs> um, but yeah, if you haven't got on it, please do and uh, we'll Maybe get you sing it. I've got, I've got it, I've got it. I know Heather. I'm channeling Heather. Yeah. We should tell people how to pledge. How, how, how would they do that? <laughs> if you go to our website, yes. click on book. Yes. You'll, you'll get to nice us or go to uh, Unbound and search for Deserter, you'll yeah. find us there with all sorts of levels of reward. Yeah, and some updates, some uh, pictures from Emily Medley, who's going to be illustrating the book, Yeah, and um, other shit. The news. 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 What's up first? Beer and pub news. Beer and pub news. Okay, yeah, first up. Stick to what you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, Brick Brewery Tap Room in Peckham has reopened. I'm glad to hear it, yeah, yes. it's been closed for a refurb. Yep. Um, I haven't been, actually, but Pompey Duncan, the Clunas, and a couple of others went down and uh, reported that it was rocking. Mm. The bars moved inside. Okay. There's more space out on the terrace. Mm. There's many, many more taps. Yep. Didn't ask about the cask options, but I'm hoping there's still a few cask options. Um, still got slow Richies. Yes, that's important. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, they do the food there, of course. So we'll have to get down there. Um, I did go to their other production site in Deptford. They had yeah. a, an open day there and got to try some of the some some of their beers I hadn't seen before. And I've got to say, they're really. Um, they're really doing some great stuff. The, the, the bur- I don't, I don't normally go for a stout, but the, the bourbon stout was yes. absolutely amazing. And they, I think they know they're, yeah. they're onto something. They're onto something. Talking about breweries that are onto something, Thornbridge have a tap takeover. Nay, a residency at the Phoenix in... Um, Denmark Hill. Oh, yeah. They're there till the middle of March, mm. showcasing oh. all their beers. Great their idea, beers. Yeah. yeah. I was in there last... Night actually meeting mm. Andrew from the Camberwell Free Film Festival. Uh, more about that later on. Yeah. Um, so uh, I had a pint of Hubble and I had a taste of "I Love You." Will you marry me? Okay. <laughs> it's very amenable, isn't it? So I said to the barmaid, "I'll taste this one, please." She said, "I love you. Will you marry me?" And I said, "Yes, I will." And how she laughed and laughed because oh. she'd never heard that one before. Yeah, it's um, going to be a long week for her. It's going to be a long week until that barrel yeah, runs out. Exactly. Um, long week for us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then um, Rebel Paws got in touch uh, to tell us that Didi's in Hearn Hill has yeah. half-priced drinks on all drinks mm-hmm. every Monday. That's very good. That sounds amazing, doesn't it? It does, yeah. I mean, I know it's not a great beer spot. No, not great, um, no draft ale. But still, you know. All drinks. Yeah. Yeah. All all other drinks, 50%. Um, That sounds a great place to go and prepare yourself for, as Brixton Hatter called it, the first day of the week, Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, incidentally, that reminds me, I'm a bit troubled with Rebel Paws financially because, you know, he bought a deserter T-shirt. Yeah. No, I think we gave him a T-shirt and oh, said we'd give him a pint uh, every time he wore it. Mm. Well, apparently he's worn it every day for the last month and he's just sent me a bill for 30 pints. <laughs> <laughs> Good work, the Rebel. Uh, and finally, I noticed uh, this morning, actually, that, did you see, Fuller's... I have bought Dark Star Brewery. Oh, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. Because, I mean, Hophead, Hophead, yeah, is a standard. Well, that's a standard. It's a go-to. It's yeah. a go-to. I hope, and as uh, Daryl1974 said, I hope the uh, Hophead doesn't go the way of Doombar, you know. Yeah, yeah. It just becomes not that good. And there's a, there's a way they could not let that happen. Mm. Don't fucking touch it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah it's perfect it as alone. it is. I mean, they do a, a, a perfect pint of Hophead at the Harp, don't they? Which mm. is also owned by Fuller's these days. That's true. And they haven't fucked with the Harp. They haven't. So no. maybe that's a good no. sign. Yeah. What's this about Spain beating us at gin? Yes. Uh, well, Deadly brought this up for us. Thank, oh, thank, thank yes. you. Yeah. It's a very alarming story that uh, they had a league table for gin drinkers. And... Um, we, we were fourth. What? Yeah, out of the medals. What, even with all, all our um, you know, people working at it in the country? I know. All uh, the oldsters? All the oldsters, yeah, all the Brexiters. They, they, they're on the gin from 5.30 onwards. Yeah. I mean, admittedly, they're in bed by nine. Mm. Um, but, yeah, we came fourth. Spain were top. Spain, Spain is, is, is drinking twice as much gin as us. Although, have you seen their measures? That's it. I mean, they it? do. Glug, they don't glug, you glug. have a gin. It's four yeah. times the size of ours, at least. Yeah. They put half a glass in, don't they? Half a tumbler. Yeah. Maybe that's it. That maybe we're. Maybe we are punching uh, our weight. Yeah. Um, well, we just not. We need to up our gin game. Yeah. Yeah. So please, everybody, try harder. Let's have some gin next time. Yeah. Um, in other news, Brixton Book Jam, uh, the literary reading evening, is coming back. Uh, on the 5th of March mm-hmm. and uh, it is an amazing set list this year plus we're going to be there <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't quite know that ha- how that happened but... N- no also we seem to be headlining <laughs> we, we, we thought we were scouting for girls it turns out we're Led Zepp <laughs> um, I'm not sure we're headlining or got the graveyard slot yes it may be different left. right in, it, in, yeah. in readings I mean, the thing, it is in a pub, we should add. Yes. The Hootenanny. Yeah, good point. Um, so, yeah, by the time we go on, everyone will be blind drunk, surely. Well, um, we certainly will. Yeah. That's not going to be much fun, is it? Yeah. I'm going to bring the speedos, though. Um, <laughs> so that's Brixton Book Jam, 5th of March at the Hootenanny in Brixton. Uh, what are you going to be reading there, do you know? I've no idea. Me neither. No. I think we just leave it like that. From the moment we draw our breath on that stage to speak, we won't know what we're going to say until it comes out. Let's see what the others say. Let's see what the others say. Yeah, mm. copy that. <laughs> uh, and then also, um, Camberwell Free Film Festival is launching again next month. It's back. And we are very proud to have been asked to compare the opening evening. Yeah. I know, it's amazing. How does this, yeah. But so we're on the opening evening, we're hosting Bunch of Kunst. Yes. Which is the Sleaford Mods. Documentary, yeah, which hasn't been screened very widely, so uh, we would say get there very early, yeah, to make sure of a seat. 
Uh, we're looking forward to that. We'll, we'll just uh, introduce that. I haven't actually seen it yet myself. But, no, um, but if we weren't hosting it, we would be going. Absolutely. It's what I would have chosen. <laughs> yeah. So it's just perfect, isn't it? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the, uh, the rundown of the film festival looks amazing this year. I think the best thing to do if you're interested to live in the area is go to Facebook and search Camberwell Film Festival, Camberwell Free Film Festival, and you'll see the entire rundown. Um, they've got some amazing things. The Woman in Black coming up was, was one of the most notable uh, things I heard last night. And uh, I think they're on Twitter as well, aren't they? Uh, yeah. It runs uh, for the course of a few weeks and launches on the 15th of March. That will be at the Joiner's Arms in, in Cowell. Yeah. yeah. On to social media, the uh, bit where we don't we do very much. No, we just read around, other people's stuff. Yeah, dip around on our phones for a bit, don't we? Mm, mm. Um, first of all, uh, Rat Supremacy on Twitter. Mm. Got in touch to ask us, uh, had we done a piece on pubs with a good view? That's right. I mean, yeah. we, we, uh, pubs with a beer garden with a good view. Yeah, that's right. We you, talked about doing it, hadn't we? We have. I mean, for, it's been on the time, list for a while, but yeah. we're very lazy people. We're very lazy people. Uh, he, as he said, it'd be fucking handy, especially before summer. He said, I want to sit in the beer garden with a pint and look at the beauty before me, which would be even better with a view. <laughs> See what he's done there. Mm. Um... Yeah, so a few people lobbed in on this, which is great because it's basically writing the article for me. Isn't it? Uh, <laughs> Doing the research for us, at least. <laughs> yeah. Camberwell Free Film Festival, them again, lobbed in with the Fox on the Hill. In, Good uh, shout, yeah. I mean, really, that is great because you can see the, the London Eye from there and uh, it's, it's a cracking place. People were out there at the weekend. And that, and this, is, this is in February. Mm. You know, well, it was garden. nice at the weekend. Yeah, it's lovely, yeah. Um, Neil Clasper uh, waxed lyrical about the summer sunsets from the Prince of Wales at Blackheath. That's true, because you you have that bit of heath pretty much as a garden. You can just yes. take, take your booze out there, yeah, which yeah. is nice. It's just, yeah, probably could be better. But. S- sitting in the window seat is lovely, isn't it? Yeah, really, yeah. You know, if it's chilly, just looking out at the ducks or whatever they are. I don't know they're <laughs> gulls. Um, I recalled the uh, the Terrace of Bel Air House in Bel Air Park, which is a lovely spot. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. It's only on Thursday to Sunday, but it's worth dropping in. Mm-hmm. And for Riverviews, uh, at Daryl 1974, that's uh, Daryl, noted the Cutty Sark in Greenwich. Lovely, yeah. Ultimately plumped for Charlton's less well-known Anchor and Hope. Yes. Which is a, a, uh, another yeah. cracker, isn't it? You can't go wrong with the riverside. Slightly off the beaten track, that one. So, Mm. um, yeah, I think that would be my preference too. Um, Tim Newson threw in Walker Briggs in Cripple. Crypal. Crypal. Crystal Palace, as I believe it's now called. Um, Yeah, I haven't been there. I haven't been there, no. It's a new antic pub. Right. It's on the north side of the Triangle. And that Mm. suggests to me it might have the view. Over the park, or, or no, oh no, London. over over to yeah, yeah. yeah. Over, over the city. Oh, I know. Yes, you, there's that little pub opposite, isn't there, where yeah. you can get a glimpse of it through the crack, as it were. That's right. But this is on that side, and mm, uh, mm. Oh, really got to try that one, I think. Okay. And then um, old Folsey, Mr. Folsey, chipped in with everyone's favourite, the old bag of cans. Yeah. Uh, his preferred location being up Blythe Hill somewhere. Yeah. 
Brenda uh, Smithy also oh, yeah. got in touch uh, to say the Lord Herbert in uh, Plumstead. I haven't been there. Uh, no, I haven't either. Um, but uh, she said it's a lovely uh, view of the Barnfield Estate. Nice. <laughs> she so did. Not, she did tweet a picture. Not really nature. No, and I think she is really saying you know, she's just happy there. Yes. Well, she was kind enough to head down and send us a photo from the smoking. She yard, was. Wasn't she? Thank uh, you, Brenda. And uh, just goes to show that beauty is in the eye of the beer holder. Mm. You ever heard that one before? Mm. <laughs> Never heard that one before. Yeah, I made uh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, okay, we'll leave it. Yeah. <laughs> um, moving swiftly on, um, did you see Rob Baker, the author of High Buildings, Low Morals, um, posted a quotation by Angela Carter about South London? Oh, yeah. Uh, Angela Carter, the author of Company of Wolves and Knights of the Circus. She said, For us born and bred South Londoners, sun is always the herald of rain. Things are always <laughs> less good than they were. Or, we prophesy with relish, not as bad as they're going to be. <laughs> Fucking hell, what <laughs> the... Imagine getting stuck next to her at a party. <laughs> what a drag. I mean, I, I, I mean, I've met people like that yeah. in South London. I know where she's coming from, but... It is basically the opposite of everything we stand it's for. It's the opposite, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> I mean, really. um, on, the, on the plus side, I read that in 1982 she used the proceeds of her Somerset Mourn Award to leave her husband and relocate to, for two years to Tokyo. Oh, fair she play. I mean, she's, her spirit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's fair she's, to say, isn't it, that we would advise all women to leave their husbands. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. More relationship advice yeah. next month. Yeah, I mean, by and large, husbands are basically... Holding you back. You could do better. Yeah. It doesn't have to be two years in Tokyo. It could be two hours in the pub. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know where you're going. Next up was a 20,000-mile pub crawl. Again, this is something you spotted, wasn't it, Deadly? Yeah. Mm. Something you'd like to do? Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, somebody... Um... Well, it went on the, the longest pub crawl in the world. Yeah, a guy from Plymouth. He's driven from the world's most northerly pub to the most southerly pub. Took him seven months. Wow. Uh, the idea came to him over a pint in a pub in Dartmoor. You don't say. Probably not his first, I would imagine. No, no. That's no. <laughs> seven. All the best ideas come, yeah. come in pubs, don't they? He started on the Norwegian island 700 miles from the North Pole and ended in a bar in Tierra del Fuego in Chile. Uh, he did the whole trip in a TBR sports car. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hats off. Yeah, apparently he built the car himself. I'm going, I'm going off him a bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing I didn't like about it was that um, there's only two pubs mentioned on this crawl. You know, that's not a crawl. No. You know, I mean, uh, presumably he's he's gone to lots in between. One if he'd gone so. to every one in between, mm. then, ah, you've got a, then, then you've got a story. Absolutely. You've got a yeah. book. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I did like the fact that at no point did it mention why he did it. No, that's that, nice. That was quite attractive to Yeah, me. yeah. yeah. Um, it does re- did remind me of Spider, though, who, our friend Spider, who mm. did something similar, didn't he? But in Africa, he uh, drove from the most southerly point in Africa yeah. to the most heavenly point in, in the world, yeah. which turned out to be the Wheat Chief pub in Borough Market. That's right, yeah. 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 He didn't re- drive, he was supposed to be flying, but with a microlight. He, he had a Land Rover towing a microlight. And, and he, he was, was going to fly. Which he sometimes drove his microlight to the pub, didn't he? I mean, that boy, he did do a pub crawl. He, he did, did do a pub crawl, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah Unfortunately, he crashed his microlight into uh, a golf course in Kenya, didn't he? So he had to. Oh. <laughs> That's right. Yes. <laughs> he had to Come find another way back. Yeah. yeah. Is that when he started emailing us for money? 
Yes, that's right, yeah. which, which we ignored. Yeah. I think uh, Ivan Osman just said... Uh, I think when he spoke for us all, when he said, why should I fund your holiday? Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, people could say the same about our book. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Scratch that bit. <laughs> Sorry, Heather. Um... <laughs> Yeah, Spider actually wrote a book, didn't he, about that? He did, yes. Maybe we should uh, serialise it. Just read a couple of pages from it each podcast. We'll probably finish it by um, 2098. Yeah, maybe we could edit it like we've always wanted to do oh, to him. God, it'd be great to edit him. <laughs> um, okay, that was the 20,000 mile pub crawl. Yeah, um, I noticed a story that was going around Twitter, mostly because everybody was, was saying, oh, I'd like to do that. <laughs> Um, it was about uh, a sumo wrestler's diet. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Apparently they, they skip breakfast. Uh, Hang so, on. What's yeah. wrong with the fry-up? Well, no. they're, they're working up an appetite for, for lunch when they have this uh, Japanese stew called chenko. Oh. And they have as many as 10 bowls for lunch. Yeah. They wash it down with copious amounts of beer. Uh, and then after, after all that... Uh, they, they convert it into extra bulk by having a, a, a well-earned nap. Oh, yes. <laughs> Straight after that lunch. familiar. You nap all afternoon and then drink beer all night. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there are lots of people altering their CVs. Thanks to more to it, surely, for uh, uh, bringing that to my attention. Um, yeah, it might be something for us uh, uh, later on. I mean, you, you don't, yeah. you, you, there's if lots the book, of beer and lots of... Uh, yeah, if the book doesn't work for us, there's lots of beer, lots of food. And, and it's not like you have to do loads of... You don't have to go to the gym. No. And I've got the Speedos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have to fight in a nappy at some point. <laughs> mm. Yeah. That's true, technically. Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, you can't call yourself a super yeah. wrestler. Mm. Uh, and uh, something that uh, who, who sent us the real ale name Jez uh, yes um, I thought you made a note of it yes I thought I did too <laughs> <laughs> um, Jez sent us uh, thank you Jez <laughs> thank, thank you Jez, Jez for yeah. sending us the real ale name generator yeah which uh, from which you, you could make a, a, um, you could find your real ale name by uh, using your your initial your first initial and second initial and your mother's Name, name something something yeah. like that. Mine was uh, Chandler's Velvet Ferris Tickler, Ferret Tickler. <laughs> um, lots of people got on it. There was a Cooper's Golden Cow Shagger. Fucking okay, no, I think I'll stick to Foster's. <laughs> Fisher's Bitter Cock Botherer. <laughs> um, yeah, lots of people have enjoyed that. It's on our Facebook and our Twitter. If you'd like to find out yours, all very plausible names. Yeah, very well done. Whoever made that. Um, I've got, I've got a, an item about the Winter Olympics. I've just written Winter Olympics. Mm. Um, I enjoyed a meme recently, or as you call it, a meme, <laughs> yes. um, about uh, Evgenia Medvedeva. Are you familiar with it, Evgenia Medvedeva? <laughs> no. She's a Russian athlete, or I should say was a Russian athlete. She's now an Olympic athlete. I think right. you know what that means. I see. Where yeah. do you stand in drugs in the sport? Uh, yeah, let everybody have the same drugs yeah. and have a level playing field. Yeah, you can have whatever you like. Yeah, you I do. On. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Evgenia set the world alight last year with a Sailor Moon set. Um, are you familiar with Sailor Moon? No. 
No, I didn't think you would be with your license restrictions. <laughs> um, <laughs> Interesting. She had a Sailor Moon set that began with her asleep on the ice, which got people, you know, a bit like the sumo wrestlers, thinking, I could do that. Yeah. You know, I found my sport. Yeah. Uh, and at the Olympics, she's uh, taken it one step further with a, uh, by performing a routine with the theme of clinical death. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, she's really moving on. Excited <laughs> a lot of deserters right across the internet. Um, similarly, General at General Lucifer enjoyed the bobsledding um, as he tweeted that boat that bloke in the back of the bobsled. Three seconds of mad action followed by sitting on his arse with his head down for the rest of the day. I finally found my calling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there do seem to be a lot of events where you're basically lying down, aren't you? Yes. You jump on, just lie down, stay still. Slide. Slide, yeah, yeah. Yes. That's all. I'm up. I'm up for that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's all about the time we've got for. It's a little bit strong that whiskey, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> thanks to Deadly for the knobs, and thank you for listening. Yes, thanks. Yes, yes. So, what does the afternoon hold for you, Radar? Well, with this book and everything, I wondered if we might need some inspiration. Oh yes. Mm. I was thinking some maybe some elevation. You know, a view to the horizon, uh-huh. perhaps over a big city. Right, got you. Yeah. With a lovely big table, perhaps. Uh-huh. Yeah, and maybe something to go on it. Ah, yes, that does sound inspirational. Perhaps somewhere we haven't been before. Yes, where, where, what could you... Walker think? Briggs? Walker Briggs, let's do it. Are you coming, Deadly? Can you make it, Deadly? Uh, maybe. He'd be well. Great, excellent. Could you sort out Nuba for us? <laughs> Matt was brilliant at sorting out who was for us. He was good, yeah. He took that part of the role very seriously. On the <laughs> He did, he did. It was a special skill of his. Uberman, we called him. Uberman? Uberman! Uberman! Uberman!